Okay, everybody, we are officially live. The Total Bases podcast is back, and we have something brand new for you guys. If this is your first time watching, my name's Sean Flannery. I'm going solo tonight, usually joined by Felipe Malicio, but he has left us for paternity leave. And as a solo flight tonight, I thought we'd try something new. Came up with an idea. Uh, Baseball Reference is doing it over at their website right now. They're actually simulating the entire season using this video game, Out of the Park Baseball 21, uh, on computers. And it's really fun to keep track of and kind of see who's doing well. Them, I know in theirs, the Marlins got off to a really hot start. But we're going to give a little baseball life twist to it. I put a lot of the decisions in your guys' hands. I, I wanted to know what you guys wanted to do. We're doing a fantasy draft. We're going to be the Colorado Rockies. We're going to see if we can bring a title to Mile High City. Uh, we're in the back half of the top 10. You guys didn't want a top five pick. You guys, it would seem to be a consensus. We wanted a top 10 pick, but being a serpentine draft, we didn't want to wait too long between picks. Uh, we had a, a dead heap for uh, the DH voting last time I looked. So I am just going to, I believe I had them turned on. Uh, this whole game is just com- radically in-depth. You can basically adjust anything you'd ever want to. And it's really fun to just sit down. And if you have a lot of free time, it's fun to just kill time with. I have multiple. This is my third year playing out-of-the-park baseball simulations. Um, Last year, I I had way too much time than I ever should have wanted or played. But it was really fun. This year, I have about seven or eight different simulations going on right now from a Royals one that I've been on for three years, uh, dating back to Out of the Park 19, as well as a couple of Mets and a couple of fantasy drafts as well. So I would definitely recommend you guys check it out and pick it up on your own. But for now, we're going to have – this isn't my team, guys. This is our team. Uh, Of course, I'm going to be the ones running the the draft on my computer. But I'm here. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear your recommendations as we go. But – this there we go so we're gonna go ahead I'm not sure Uh, for our audio only listeners I'm gonna do my best to kind of contextualize everything that's going on but this is definitely something it's gonna be live up on YouTube as well as we are live on Facebook as well so YouTube copy will be up but of course you can always join us at Baseball Life and all the other assorted life groups on Facebook be sure to check us out we have the eighth overall pick, so not nine, not ten. Uh, <laughs> checking out the comments, we got several here with us, including former co-host Felipe Malicio and, of course, Daniel Samak, who was the one who initially turned me on to this game uh, a few years ago. He's saying this is not his team. Any team that is not the Braves is apparently not his team. So, without further ado, I, I kind of want to run you guys through what the game looks like Uh like I said, it's highly customizable. Uh, the, the ratings run not like a, uh, your normal Madden or MLB The Show, although we can do that. Just to keep it more baseball authentic, it does run on a 20 to 80 scale, and you can determine how you want it done. It, like I said, everything in this game that you could think of is customizable for what you guys want. I, I kept it pretty bare bones, so... That way it's a little bit more accessible to everyone who might not know the game as well. So this is going to be our draft board. Right now I have it all sorted according to 80 overalls. We have a lot of 80 overalls right here, but we kind of know who we're going to be aiming for. Um, Preseason injuries are on. That means guys like Noah Syndergaard is out for the year. Uh, Jordan Hicks, Luis Severino is out for the year. Justin Verlander has his initial six-week groin. Uh, So those are on right now. That will influence drafting a little bit. (laughs) Daniel saying he wants a 19 to 79 scale. I believe he's just being difficult. Uh, I can sort it by potential. Uh, Of course, we'll have a couple of guys that are not ready for the majors yet, but do have that high 80-grade potential. Uh, We did talk a little bit on one of the polls our personnel that we have here at the Rockies. We have an excellent scout who highly favors ability. Um, You can either favor ability or favor tools or highly favor each one. 
Uh, the tools I've noticed tends to get you more uh, superstars, but it also results in a lot of bust. Much like real life, you can have great tools, but if you don't have the ability, it's going to be hard to actually tap into those tools. Um, the Rockies guy is highly favorability. Sometimes I switch scouts when I start a simulation, but this guy's already one of the best scouts, so I figured let's not mess with it. He's really good. So depending on time constraints, hopefully we can do the first uh, 25 rounds, maybe 40. It gets a little fringy after 25. Um, but I'm definitely going to keep you guys updated on the total draft when I am done. Make sure you guys know who, your who is on your team. Without further ado, uh, up until probably the first 15 picks, I'm going to go one by one just so we can see who goes when. So Oakland is on the clock, and they select Jacob deGrom with the first overall pick. That's a shocker. Jacob DeGrom, the age 31, this is already going to spin a few heads. Uh, doesn't really make sense, but we'll go for it. So Texas Rangers are now on the clock with the second overall pick. And they pick Mike Trout. So Mike Trout goes to Texas in that new Globe Life ballpark. Should be interesting to see. Now San Francisco heading back out west. Picks Cody Bellinger. Oh, good God. Cody Bellinger is usually a stud in this game, but it might be really tough for him as a lefty power bat playing half of his games at Oracle Field or whatever it's being called now because it is a death nail for lefty headers. With the St. Louis Cardinals, fourth round or fourth overall selection, Garrett Cole goes fourth to the St. Louis Cardinals. Milwaukee is now on the clock and they select. Mookie Betts. So most of the top five seems right. The order might be a little jumbled, though. Now Cleveland, uh, known for their pitching. Let's see if they pick a pitcher in their first round. No, they pick Alex Bregman. Um, we'll see if the trash cans move up to Cleveland. Now Seattle is on the clock. Max Scherzer going to Seattle. And now we're on the clock. So we have the first seven picks in front of us. DeGrom, Trout, Bellinger, Cole, Betts, Bregman, and Scherzer. Now, guys, this is where you come in. I want to know who you want me to pick. I had a guy in mind, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I am really feeling Juan Soto, 21 years old. Look at these attributes. They go over the 80 scale. They go to 85 contact, 75 power, 95 discipline. I'm gonna, I'd probably have to keep him in left field. Um, it's tough. Ronald Acuna is still on the board. It's, I've seen more um, – I've seen Acuna bust more in these simulations than I have Juan Soto. That is my personal little tidbit. Um, Acuna does have very high contact, but his discipline and Ks really usually hold him back. Um, being a fly ball hitter, though, we are playing half our games at Coors Field. So that is a good thing to have. I, I believe Juan Soto's is also fly ball hitter. Yeah, fly ball and sprays it to all fields. So I'm going to give you guys a couple of minutes to kind of type in, see who you guys would like, see who else is on the board. Ronald Acuna, Walker Bueller, Joey Gallo, Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis, Francisco Lindor, Nolan Arenado. We could bring Nolan Arenado home. I know that would piss off uh, Henry Maldonado. I told him that I was going to stick him on Oakland's team just to watch him die. But uh, it, it's up to you guys. I, I, I want to see what we have. Matt Olson, Christian Yelich is still on the board. He was not in the top five. So Christian Yelich or Juan Soto, I believe, should be our pick here. But I'm going to let you guys think about it for a little bit longer. Acuna over oh, – Bryce Harper's out there. Just kind of letting you guys see some of the higher overalls. Now, some players, you might look at their rating and be like, whoa, that's really low. Uh, some of them have more – are more tools over ability. So that's why you're going to see a bit of fluctuation between the two. So 
So I think we have it down to Acuna, Yelich, or Soto. I don't think we can go wrong with any of them. Uh, let me go to outfielders so we can all see them together. And I just want to do side-by-side -side comparisons, which another awesome thing we can do. Go recently visited players. Let's look at Yelich versus Acuna. Yelich is six years older and has Acuna has the much higher potential right now. But currently, Yelich is by far the better hitter. Acuna is the better base runner. Let's look at their defensive ratings. Acuna is slightly better. Neither of them are going to go crazy for us on defense, which is something we have to think about. I've run a couple of simulations as the Rockies before, and outfield defense is very important. But both of them being 60 overalls on the 80-grade scale, not too shabby, but not going to hurt us either. And then let's look at Juan Soto who is just about the same fielding 55 out of 80. Go to their batting ratings. And this profile I, I fall in love with. It's, it's hard for me to pick. He's the youngest of the three, and I believe has the highest potential out of the three. Everyone is greater than in cores. Let's be honest, Andrew. I think when it comes to it here, I think Ronald Acuna or Juan Soto, and I'm going to let you guys look at it. Let me know what you guys think. Right now, uh, Acuna has the higher contact. Uh, Juan Soto has the better eye. They have equal power at 65 out of 80. They both have avoid Ks of 45 and 50. Uh, James mentions the steals of both Acuna and Yelich. I want to say Yelich's speed is yeah, it's uh, he has a lower speed but a high base stealing and good in instincts. Okay, I hear everyone saying Acuna, and like I said, if this was my team, I would pick Soto. But this isn't my team. This is your guys' team. Let me go back and fix that. There we go. So we're gonna go back to our draft board, continue draft. And we are going to make, with the eighth overall selection, Ronald Acuna. He should slot nicely in to right field for us for the foreseeable future. We're going to draft him. Ronald Acuna, welcome to Colorado. Let's see how many monster home runs he's going to hit. Let's round out the top ten real fast. Auto pick for Detroit. They picked Justin Verlander. Hey, that's interesting. Verlander heading back home. And now with the 10th pick, Atlanta's on the clock, and they pick Steven Strasburg. So, wow, we have guys like Christian Yelich, Aaron Judge, and Juan Soto still on the board outside of the top 10. I'm going to go ahead and auto-draft. Uh, we can auto-draft the first round. How about that? The current round. And we will see how things developed. So our draft log, here we are at the 8th overall pick. We saw Verlander, Strasburg, Nolan Arenado going to Baltimore. Henry, cover your eyes. I told you he was going to the American League East. Nolan Arenado will still be a threat regardless of what we want. Christian Yelich goes to Philadelphia. Citizens Bank Ballpark is going to be very nice to him. San Diego Padres get a stud shortstop, not like they already have one in real life. They're going to pick Francisco Lindor. Blue Jays, Luis Severino, even though he's out for the year. Looks like Blue Jays are going for the long-term build. Walker Bueller to the Red Sox. Soto to the Diamondbacks. Chapman to the Nationals. Clevenger to the Twins. Syndergaard to the Reds. Judge to the Tampa Bay Rays. That's an interesting move there. Mike Soroka to Miami. That is a beautiful pairing in that giant ballpark. Anthony Rendon ends up where he's already there. He's going back to L.A. Jack Flaherty to the Astros. Chris Sale to the Royals. Joey Gallo to the Mets, Blake Snell to the Pirates, Baez to the White Sox, Story to the Yankees. That should lead to a lot of home runs. JT Real Muto to the Cubs, and Shohei Otani staying in L.A., but going to the crosstown rival Dodgers. The Dodgers. I do that just for Felipe because I know if he were here, he would do the same thing. 
Now this is a snake draft, so we are going to have to wait towards the end of round two. And we miss, we're going to miss out on Jordan Alvarez. I was really hoping he would fall to us. I really wanted to see him in Colorado as our DH. Uh, some highlights. Jesus Lazardo gets picked by the Dodgers. Uh, Chris Bryant to the White so Crosstown White Sox. Tatis to the Pirates. Bryce Harper to the Mets. Bryce Harper and Joey Gallo are once again reunited. T-ball teammates going to Queens. Jose Ramirez, another guy I wanted us to target. He goes to Tampa. Uh, Glaber Torres to Arizona. Jeff McNeil to the Blue Jays. Just some highlights so far of the second round. So we'll go to see who's all available. These relief pitchers tend to stay on the board, and so they kind of skew what we're looking at. Uh, they tend to stay on the board for a while. Now what I want to hear from you guys is, do we go another hitter, or should we try and get a stud starting pitcher? My only worry right now is the pitchers that are on the board don't – Shane Bieber is the best out of all of them, but I don't believe he is – the guy we want pitching in Colorado. He's got the great command, but he does give up a lot of – that's the, the stuff, movement, and control. That's how they rank uh, the pitchers in out of the park. Stuff is how many strikeouts they're going to get. Movement, how many home runs and extra base hits they'll give up. And control, how many walks they'll uh, limit and or give up. Uh, Clayton Kershaw and Charlie Morton are the other two that are ahead of him, but I don't believe either of those guys we should target due to age. Shane Bieber, 24. Herman Marquez, who already pitches in Colorado, is there. I'm, I'm just worried if we go starting pitcher here, it won't be worth our bang for the buck. Uh, let's look at some batters, though. We have Anthony Rizzo, Josh Bell, Cattell Marte, Pete Alonzo, Pete Alonso and Ronald Acuna on the same team would be very fun. Giancarlo Stanton, Matt Olson, Keston Hura, J.D. Martinez, if we wanted to go with a D.H. Carlos Correa also on the board. Just looking at some other guys, Austin Meadows. I'm going to give you guys kind of my personal thoughts since I've done so many of these simulations. Some guys that I've seen perform really well uh, – Austin Meadows, we just passed. Uh, Trey Turner could be a good guy. He always seems to do pretty well, even though his ratings are somewhat lower. Um, right here, let's – Alonzo sophomore slump. Well, let's see how – I mean, these are his ratings right now. The two different ratings you're seeing is one from our scout and the second from OSA. And OSA, from everything I've seen, is supposed to be like they're generic if you – opened up like a, a baseball today magazine and they ranked all the players. That's what it would be. Um, Andrew is saying Matt Goatson. I'm assuming he means Olson because Chapman is off the board. Chapman has the great defense at first base, elite left-handed power. Also on my board, I'm going to go ahead and shortlist him. Hopefully we can get him on the turn. When I tell you guys to trust me on this, Kyle Tucker is a stud in Out of the Park. I don't know why, but I want him to be our David Dahl. Look at our, our head scout doesn't view him as highly. Uh, OSA does. Uh, he always seems to rake. Give comments a couple of times. Don't go Olsen this early. I agree. I really do like Matt Olsen, and I'd like to see what he could do in Colorado, but I just think that he's too much of a one-trick pony. Or, or, I almost forgot about him, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He always is a stud. In last year's game, he was, like, ungodly good. Uh, this year, I haven't watched his progressions throughout as the seasons go, but I feel like we could really go with a young squad with Vlad and Acuna, the two juniors. I feel like this might be our pick, boys. And the selection is in. We're going to go Vladimir Guerrero Jr. to go with Ronald Acuna Jr. in Colorado. Man, I'm excited, guys. And then we're going to auto-draft until our next selection. Let's see who went in that brief period. Suarez, a couple of older guys. 
Ryu, Morton. Uh, Sanchez goes to St. Louis. Wander Franco is the first pick in the third round going to Oakland. Uh, JD going to Texas. The other JD going to Milwaukee. Carlos Correa to Cleveland. Oh, Andrew, are you sad that we didn't pick Olsen, or are you sad that we picked Vladimir Guerrero? Now, this is the third round. It's going to be a long, uh, the long side of the draft for us. I, I believe we need to go pitcher here, but I, I got to tell you, I'm not sure which. Max Freed, I've seen do somewhat well. He has the extreme ground ball tendency, which would lend nicely to being in Colorado, but I'm not sure if in the game he's going to miss enough bats. So let's, let's keep looking. Let's see if we see any, anyone out there. We have Nate Pearson, although he is a fly ball pitcher. Uh, the big worry I have with him is his stamina. He does not last long into games. He kind of loses his stuff very early. We have Mackenzie Gore who our, process, or our scout does not view too highly, but would still be a good starting pick there. We have a couple of – I'm looking based on potential here. We have Patino also of San Diego. Oh, I, I got my first bust from Andrew Sullivan claiming Vlad has bust all over him. He will not bust while he is in Colorado. I can guarantee you that. Andrew Heaney, Tyler Glasnow. I really do like Glasnow and out of the park. He seems to do really well. He has the two elite level fastball curveball offerings, both at 75 out of 80. Luis Castillo is still on the board. Let's look at some other guys. Kluber is still on the board, but due to his age th or 33 years old, only 55 stuff. He's not probably going to get much better. I feel like he's a, a very risky pick there. Unless you guys think we should go three straight hitters. Uh, when we did the poll, everyone wanted me to go hitter heavy. Um, Adley Rutschman, we could go a, a prospect. Eloy Jimenez would be another great guy. Granted, I do not want him playing in the outfield. He would be strictly a DH for us. But I really do feel we got to go pitcher here. We got to get at least one. So this is tough, guys. Pearson has that 80-grade potential stuff, meaning he could easily strike out 200 guys a year, if not more. The only worry with him is is a 45 stamina and being a fly ball pitcher in course field. You have his splits against righties and lefties, 70 grade stuff for his righties, 65 versus left. That just kind of determines how much he's going to miss bats against those guys. Trevor Bauer is another guy. Um, I think here... I'm going to go uh, – it, it doesn't thrill me. Yeah, it, it, starting pitching is really tough in this, James. Uh, I thought about going pitcher first round, but once DeGrom and Cole come off the board, just like in real life, there's kind of that uh, DeGrom, Cole, Scherzer, once they kind of come off the board, everything else falls. Uh, there's kind of that gap between. Uh, let's try – let's go with Shane Bieber. Let's hope that control – can keep him not getting rocked with a five ERA. So we go to our next pick. Let's go to the log and kind of see what happened. We're, we're now in round four with the 23rd pick. Some guys off the board recently. Pete Alonzo to Cincinnati. Jared Kalenic, the prospect to the Astros. We have Clayton Kershaw going to the Cubs, Jock Peterson going back to the Dodgers, Trevor Bauer going to the Angels, Brandon Nimmo to the Blue Jays. So he teams up with real-life teammate Jeff McNeil. They're actually neighbors <laughs> in real life. Nelson Cruz goes to the Tigers. Omar Narvaez, the catcher, left-handed catcher, to the Braves. 
So let's see what we got here. We still have a lot of great hitters left on the board. We could try and pick one more pitcher and then get the eighth pick in the next round, get another hitter. Let's look at starters. Uh, Max Freed is still on the board if we wanted to go with another starting pitcher. Luis Castillo is still on the board. Uh, Mitch Keller, who I am very high on going into next year's season. Zach Gallen is still on the board with an 80-grade potential changeup. Nate Pearson is still on the board. At that value, I might have to pick Nate Pearson because I would have thought he was gone by now. Uh, I think the pick here might be Nate Pearson. So we're going to go Pearson and hope he pans out, maybe work up that arm strength as he gets older. And now on the flip side of the 4-5 turn, let's see if anyone we really wanted goes. Howie Kendrick, uh, Lance McCullers. McCullers would have been a great pick as well. Keston Hura would have liked to have him, especially in Colorado. And with having the DH, Charlie Blackman goes to Seattle. Okay, now we're going to go hitter. Definitely going hitter here at this turn. We still got a – this is the great thing. We got a lot of great hitters left on the board. Josh Bell, uh, we've only filled uh, center field or right field and third base so far. Uh, Trey Turner is also still on the board if we wanted a leadoff hitter. Cattell Marte, who in Colorado would be an interesting play. We have Byron Buxton. I feel like it's a little early to go for him, although outfield defense is very important in Colorado. Luis Arias. This is like one of the, the cheat code cards of the game. This guy, if you've never heard of him, he's a kind of bench platoon left-handed bat up in Minnesota. He's like Williams Ostadio. He does not strike out. He has great contact, and that is evident in out-of-the-park simulations as he has a 80-grade contact and 85-grade avoid Ks, and the potential for his contact is 95 and 90 avoid Ks. So he is an elite on-base threat. Uh, he might be a legitimate pick for us here. He'd be a great number two hitter behind maybe a Ronald Acuna. I mean, just kind of thinking out loud here. Let's look at some other guys that are still available. D.D. Gregorius, Kyle Schwarber. I feel like Josh Bell would be a really good pick here. Is Castellanos on the board? I believe I saw he was. Let me go to outfielders real quick. We should be able to find him. Yes, Castellanos is on the board, and he's one of those guys. He has, like, really great gap power, so I'm not really sure how that would play in Colorado. We do have big gaps there. But also on the board is still Luis Robert, not sold on him. Eloy Jimenez also still there. Uh, Arias, you would think, would be available much later. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to survive the, the next long round and a half. That's my only worry. That and his defense. He, he's really more of a DH, but he doesn't hit for the power of a DH. Offense here, I think we have it down to a Hoskins, Bell, Cattell, or yeah, Bell, Hoskins, Marte are the three top ones, or Trey Turner. I want to go, we got a lot of team speed so far. I think I want to add to it. I, I, I'm really thinking Trey Turner here. Uh, it's it's tough. It's, it's a, so many good players on the board. It's, it's tough to pick sometimes. Cattell Marte's twenty six. Trey Turner's twenty six. Like Victor Robles, and I'm not huge on him. I think the pick here is going to be Trey Turner, another elite shortstop, going back to Colorado is going to be a great leadoff hitter or number two hitter. Now we have probably the fastest team in baseball so far through this draft. Um, now we're back to our selection. If Arias is on the board, I might take him here, but I believe he's been picked. Uh, we picked here Trey Turner. Adley Rutschman comes off the board. Kyle Schwarber, Mackenzie Gore, Edwin Diaz to the Angels. Uh, Luis Castillo to the Red Sox. 
that's a that's a big oversight there. Uh, Kevin Gossman goes a pick and, a pick before uh, Luis Castillo, Joey Bart, Zach Gallen, a lot of young guys coming off the board right here. Uh, but I believe that Arias might is still there. Um, in a big park like Colorado, I, I want a guy that's going to put the ball in play. It's a, a, a great Babbitt ballpark. So we're going to go with Arias, hopefully to play second base for us, simulate to our next pick, and let's go pick a pitcher. Let's see. Mitch Keller is still on the board. He has three elite offerings, fastball, curveball, slider. Um, from my experiences, he does seem to underperform a good bit. So I'm going to kind of pump the brakes there. Luis Patino would be a great guy to get. Uh, I'm worried about the fly ball tendencies in OOTP playing in Colorado, but we'll see. Let's see who some of the higher potentials left are. Uh, I, I think Mitch Keller is going to be our pick here. Let's, we'll give him another chance to work out. We're building a nice, young, dynamic rotation. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. Okay, we'll, we'll see who's been picked in the interim here. We picked Keller, and then it seems to have been a, a little bit of a run on pitchers with Rich Hill, John Gray, and Tyler Malley going. Uh, Jonathan VR, Edwin Encarnacion. Uh, Evan White going to the Astros, young first baseman in the Seattle organization. Kevin Biggio to the Cubs, Daniel Vogelbach to the Dodgers. Luis Robert going to Arizona. I believe Arizona's having a really good draft. Um, Ahmed Rosario goes to the Blue Jays. That's the third real-life Met to go to Toronto. Um, somebody check the Blue Jays. I think Sandy Alderson might be their GM right now. <laughs> But we will continue the draft. We've so far made seven picks. Let's see. Where do we go with the next pick? Let's look at the overalls. I'm thinking about, oh, Joe Adele is up there, but we'd probably have to wait a little bit on him. And he has kind of the same issues I worry about with Acuna and the discipline and strikeouts. So we'll see. We'll wait a little bit kind of some of the elite relief pitchers are still there. Nick Anderson, Ken Giles, Dellen Batances, James Karinchak, I really like him. Great strikeout guy. Let's kind of see where we're – let's look at hitters. Like I said, it's kind of hard to look through all the relief pitchers sometimes because their overalls tend to be pretty high. Austin Riley. Wow, our scout really loves Austin Riley. 70-grade power against both sides. Uh, I might make this pick just for my friend Daniel Samak. Austin Riley might be our DH. Um, he's got the strikeout issues. We know that. Uh, they have him as a 40 out of 80 in terms of avoid Ks, but he's got the great power potential. I think he could be a budget Pete Alonzo for us this year. And especially in Colorado, he's a pull fly ball hitter. Um, Austin Riley's going to be our DH. We'll go to our next pick. Going to try and pick up the pace here a little bit so we can get through the first 25 rounds. Let's look at the draft log. Okay, here we are. Some guys going after us right there. Matthew Boyd, top prospect, Julio Rodriguez. Uh, Brendan Rogers from Colorado's own system goes to St. Louis. And top pick, one of the top picks from this last year's first-year player draft, Bobby Witt, goes to Oakland. So Oakland picks up both Bobby Witt Jr. and Wander Franco. They kind of got a young old thing going after they picked Jacob DeGrom first overall, kind of shaking up the draft early. Okay. Looking at another starter here, possibly. A couple of guys I'm looking at. Frankie Montas, Adrian Hauser. These guys would slot in as our number three starter. Um, not optimal, but, you know, kind of have to take it. Luke Weaver and Alex Wood are also up on the board. 
Luke Weaver is kind of a much like Shane Bieber, very good control. <laughs> How we doing, Andrew? Glad to see you back. But I, I feel like we need to capitalize and get these the the starting pitchers here. I might have uh, I might be wrong. I might have told you guys a lie because I believe we actually have three starting pitchers. That was who did we pick? Three. We picked Shane Bieber, Nate Pearson. Okay. And Mitch Keller. Okay, so these guys would be our fourth starters. I lied. So I, I believe here it's between Montas and Adrian Hauser, both 27 years old. Hauser is the extreme ground ball specialist. Has 55 grade, both stuff and control with 50 movement with a great uh, curveball. Monsas has 55 stuff with 60, 65 control with 60 grade sinker slider splitter. That splitter in real life he developed last year and was a great out pitch for him. If I had the ability, I'd probably bump up his splitter rating just a bit. It was a very good pitch for him last year. Also is Corbin Burns, who has elite offerings but just has yet to put it together. Um, I feel in Colorado he could really struggle, so I'm going to kind of stay away. But right now, a, a guy I really could pick is Luis Patino. I'm not sure how he would be right off the bat, but I'm liking Luis Patino. I'm, I want the young dynamic rotation. Maybe by year five, they'll actually know how to pitch in uh, Colorado. Uh, no Tanaka. Tanaka has the 40 movement, meaning he's going to give up more home runs and extra base hits, which in Colorado, I really don't want here. So that's, that was my reasoning on not picking Tanaka. Okay, let's try and go back to a hitter here. Uh, catcher's team seem to go, and there's no depth. So I, I want to pick a catcher here. I really wish I could pick Jorge Alfaro. Usually he ranks out a little bit better, but he is just hitting stats are far too poor. Uh, let's go. Looking by potential. Uh, Danny Jansen, that's a guy I like. Doesn't hit the ball in the air enough kind of for Colorado, though. Yadier Molina's on the board. I, I, I'm not picking Yadier Molina. Nothing in my body can make me pick Yadier Molina. <laughs> But some of the Austin Barnes, Christian Vasquez, who had a, a breakout year for Boston last year, 80-grade defensive catcher in the game. I, I really like his defense. And really that might be a thing we just have to go for here is great defense. Also have Williams Astadio, great contact hitter. But Danny Jansen probably has the best combination of current overall, and potential. Um, so let's pick Danny Jansen, and we might get him a platoon mate for this year. Um, we're just going to go ahead and select him. I feel like that sets us up for a good baseline year to year. We're not scrambling to find a catcher all the time. Okay, we just picked at... Oh, Michael Kopech. That was a guy I was looking at. Forgot about him. Starting pitcher. Okay, Adrian Hauser won't be around next time we come back. Corbin Burns might be there. Let's look at all batters. A couple of those catchers up there. Dominic Smith could play first base for us. Let's, let's look through a lot of these guys. Don't want to miss any potential future studs. Because, like I said, prospects are still being drafted while we go through this. Uh, Josh Naylor, big San Diego bopper. Nolan Gorman. He's still a prospect, though. I don't want to reach too much on prospects. I want us to compete. 
right here. Let me try and find someone. He might have already been drafted. You can do all of these crazy filters by their name, where they're from, and a crazy amount of stuff. Let's look at Madrigal. I'm a huge Madrigal fan, but I believe he has already been selected, which is unfortunate because I really do like him. Uh, Rugnit Adore, great power hitter for Colorado probably. Uh, Eddie Rosario. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer. if I wanted to go really just sell out for defense in center field, that might be the pick here. Starling Marte also still on the board. Billy Hamilton still on the board. Nico Horner, Chicago Cubs top prospect still on the board. Okay. It, Tommy LaStella, breakout year in 2019. I am going to go with this pick. Where where was he? Lourdes Goriel Jr. Breakout. Yeah, uh, right now, Andrew, I really I, – I, I want to pick Kiermaier, but I kind of am hoping that he'll be around on the next round and a half. So I'm going to pick Dominic Smith for our starting first baseman. Uh, they really need to boost his first rating uh, – his infield ratings. He is a great defensive first baseman. I don't know what they're on, but we're going to pick Dom as our first baseman. And fingers crossed, Kiermaier is still there. If he's not, my plan will have utterly failed, which it has. How typical. Uh, let's see where he went. Hopefully not too far after. Dominic Smith went, and Kiermaier went later in that round to the New York Mets. So, Andrew, as a Mets fan, he's now with your team. Jason Hayward is still out there. I'm not really crazy about that. Um, a lot of the relief pitchers that I like just went. So, I'm going to go with Dellen Patanzas as our elite lights-out reliever. Um, he's one of the few left. Chad Green, Tommy Canley, Andres Munoz also still there. But I like Patanzas and his pretty steady production. Let me look at batting ratings. Oh, no. Feeling ratings. Really, I would like to get another outfielder at this point. But we might just have to wait. Let's go back to default. Overalls. We could go with another relief pitcher or another starting pitcher. Some guys that are on the board, Rick Purcello, uh, Corbin Burns. That guy, I keep coming back to B Burns. His stuff is so good that he should should be better. Um, Kyle Freeland, of course, had the great year before taking a big step back last year. Aaron Savali from Cleveland. Nick Pavetta. Uh, let's go Corbin Burns. I'll probably live to regret it. But his, he's got the best stuff left. <laughs> so now we have 13 players in the organization. We're almost halfway there. I'm going to try and speed it up, do a couple of speed picks here. Um, we have a shortstop. We have a couple of outfielders. Uh, another outfielder would be nice. Eddie Rosario is still on the board. Uh, he doesn't really fit my style of play. He's not very uh, patient, but he seems to make contact with everything. So that's definitely I would like to have him. Uh, Chris Davis is still out there. He would be he'd hit a lot of home runs in Coors Field, I believe. Uh, Daniel Murphy is still out there. Um, I think we're going to go with our first older player. Daniel Murphy, of course, is with the Rockies in real life. So he's going to fill in probably at first, second, or DH for us. 
because this lineup's going to, I think, going to have a lot of power and we're going to have a lot of speed. But I also want a couple of guys like him and Luis Arias that can put the ball in play and kind of play small ball in case the, the home run power isn't there that game. Now is the time we start to see some prospects go. We have Tristan Crisis from Boston. I'm sure, sorry if I butchered that name. Alejandro Kirk, the catching prospect from Toronto. Let's see. Met, uh, Met relief pitcher Daniel Zamora. Out of the park has always really liked him due to his elite slider. Um, seems like a risky pick here. He usually does really good or really bad. Kind of worries me about Zamora. Carl Edwards Jr., Colin Posh, Poche. Blake Trinan. Oh, was Merrifield still on the board? I might have missed him, Andrew. Yeah, there he is still on the board. Kind of the versatile all-around player. Austin Hayes, Baltimore prospect. We talked about him on one of the Total Bases podcast first episodes back when we went through all of the terrible teams in baseball and figured out who we would want on our fantasy team. Let's, we might be going another relief pitcher here. That's kind of what the elite, that's the, the best players available right now. Tommy Canely's still up there. James Karinchik. Only worry with Karinchik is he has a 35 control and it doesn't project to get much better, but he has 90 rated stuff and 100 potential. So he's just blowing the roof off. Um, I'm a big fan of his, so I'm going to live and die by him. And we'll go to the next round. Let's go look at some hitters. CJ Crone, Ryan Braun, Francisco Cervelli. Jan Gomes, Kyle Higashoika, Yankees. I'm not sure if I butchered his name. Uh, Jason Castro might be a nice platoon mate. I'm not crazy about him long-term, but in year one, he might be a good player to platoon with Danny Jansen. Alejandro Kirk, he's another. He just talked about him. Uh, I want to go ahead and get him. He's one of the few higher rated prospects left on the board. I don't want to leave us too exposed when it comes to prospects and in depth. So Jason Hayward is still out on the board. He might not crack our starting lineup, but he might be a good outfielder to have for backup. Shinsu Chu. No. CJ Crone is still on the board. Oh, uh, he's asking about Britain and Pomeranz. I believe they were a couple of rounds ago. Uh, Britain is, uh, but I believe Pomeranz got drafted. Yeah, he, uh, he was on the board earlier. I looked at him, I thought about it, but I, I passed him up. Zach Britton would be really good here with the extreme ground ball. Um, only worry is the control. Uh, I, last thing you want in course Field is extra base runners. And I'm not sure uh, how great our infield defense is looking right now. So let's and skip. I didn't even skip to my pick yet. <laughs> uh, Diego Castillo is still up there. I'm going to go. Zamora usually works out. Even the, He usually develops a third pitch, which is something you don't see often from the relievers. They develop that third pitch. Adam Onovito, we could bring back to Colorado if we wanted. Let's see. Let's go ahead and pick...
And let's do another reliever. I, I think you've sold me on Zach Britton. Let's bring him to Colorado. So we have our catchers. We need a couple of infielders, I think, right now. We're at pick number 19, so we're almost there to the end. Um, some guys that are left, Rugnan Adore, Tommy LaStella, Chris Davis. I, I really almost just want to pick him just in case Austin Riley just completely bottoms out, and then he would be our new DH. Let's – am I wrong for thinking that would be fun? Am I the only one there? I might be the only one there. Let's see some higher potential guys with Tristan Krasis, Connor Wong, Yusniel Diaz, Helio Ramos, Francisco Alvarez, Jonathan India, Xavier Edwards. I like Xavier Edwards. I'm going to go ahead just so I don't miss him. He'll be a good guy to develop. Really high contact, high speed. Now Chris Davis is still there. We will pick Chris Davis. We are on our 21st selection. Let's go back to the pitchers. Tommy Canely is still there. I know my Yankees fans are yelling, pick him, pick him. And I might just pick him as he has three solid offerings. His changeup negates the splits. I like that. I like when relievers have three pitches and don't have splits, which is why I won't pick Amir Garrett, even though he's gotten better. Uh, they've given him a third pitch this year. Jake Diekman, if he had the control. His, his ratings against lefties are insane. Uh, 105 stuff, 95 movement, but 35 control. James is set in the comments here calling Edwards Sean Figgins 2.0. I think he's much better than Sean Figgins. I think he's more Jose Reyes, kind of the Vidal Brujan clone. I think he walks and controls the strike zone better than those guys too. Uh, Pedro Baez, Carl Edwards Jr., we got a couple of guys up here that have great stuff, but their their control really worries me in Colorado. Tyler Duffy, fastball, curveball, pretty good command. Brandon Morrow, he's kind of old, a lot of injuries. Uh, Melanson might not still be on the board, but I can tell you by experience that he is like terrible and out of the park. Um, I, I think it's just they have him listed so far past his prime. Um, I can't find him. Let me do reliever. Filter. Last name. I can tell you that Melanson would not be my closer if he was on the – yeah. He, he would not be the closer. <laughs> um, Kyle Keller, good fastball slider, but has the splits issue. Richard Lovelady, kind of the same regard. But he has really good command, and he's the youngest of the bunch. And he's another lefty, so I'm going to go Richard Lovelady here. Let me do batters. Uh, shortstop. Kind of see if there's any backup marwin gonzalez i feel like he'd be a good backup bench role player because that's always the hard line is there's not a whole lot of depth at shortstop it's always a hard position to fill because you have guys like brandon crawford and elvis andrus who want to start and they'd be really good uh starting short uh, starting shortstops but i don't want to waste them on the bench um Let's see, Danny Mendick. I think we might go, I might just be extra precautionary here and pick Elvis Andrews. Uh, injuries do happen, and they seem to be pretty common, just like in real life. So I'm kind of uh, hoping that it doesn't, but, you know, got to be prepared. 
Tommy LaStella is still on the board, and I feel like he's just asked, begging to be picked. Another good bench bat, probably my first pinch hitter off the board. Robinson Cano is still out there. That is funny. Let's see. Let's go back to pitchers. Uh, Jay Reese Familia was there. Trevor May. I do like Trevor May. I'm not sure if I like him in Colorado. He's got the extreme fly ball tendencies. Chaz Rowe, great slider. So this is – we would be our 26th pick. Uh, I'll bring it to 30, and then I'm going to cut myself off and complete the draft offline. But I will be sure once I finish most of the draft to update you on some of the people we made and what our lineups look like. Uh, Sergio Romo, he's still out there, still pitching. Um, Jeremy Walker, ground ball pitcher, good command. Won't miss bats. Spencer Turnbull, I like him. I'm going to pick him. He will probably be in AAA to start the year, but if I've learned anything in OOTP is that starting pitching depth in this game is just as important as starting pitching depth in real life. It seems always pitchers are always getting injured. Um, Tyler Rogers, Taylor Rogers' brother, uh, got the real funky motion. Uh, he is exclusively uh, – I can't use him against right hand or against lefties. Look at those splits. 70 stuff. 95 movement and 55 control, but he just gets rocked by lefties. Um, I still want to do it because he's a, he's a funny pitcher to watch. He's got the crazy submarine. Uh, Tsutsugo and Akiyama are both off the board. They were on – oh, Akiyama is still off, but it's Tsutsugo that's off. Akiyama wouldn't be a bad bench outfielder. I, I Let me do this. Rogers pick, and then I'm going to get Akiyama if he's still there just for you, James. Oh, no. No way. No way did they just snipe us like that. Oh, no. Where did he go? I'll try and trade for him. Let's see. We're, we're at eight. Akiyama. Akiyama went to the Red Sox. I'll remember that. I'll see if I can make a move for him. Denard Span. I like him as he can fill the Akiyama role pretty well. So we got only a couple more picks left here. Kyle Garlic, great last name. Shout out to Food Life, one of my favorite life groups of all of them. Nick Markakis. Shinsu Chu. Let's look at infield. It's okay. Just potential. I'm going to go prospects with these last two. Tristan Krasis, I really like. And I'll probably, once I, I, I turn everything off, um, I will, like I said, finish up the draft. I'll probably be picking lots of prospects. Uh, Marco Feliciano is one guy that everyone should be checking out. James, I'm not sure what your thoughts are on him, but he exploded onto the professional baseball rankings last year. A shortstop in San Francisco system. Uh, I think he's going to be our 30th overall pick. I feel like we for 30 rounds, we got a nice blend of young, old, and we are definitely hitter-friendly, I think. But at the same time, we set ourselves up nicely in the future. Uh, if you were – if this is, you're going to listen to this via Stitcher or Spotify or anything like that, I would definitely recommend you go and check this. It'll be on Facebook, or Facebook and YouTube. Uh, be sure to find it. You'll be able to see all the, the players as they went. I hope I did a good enough job kind of contextualizing everything. Um, had lots of fun. Hopefully uh, have a couple of guests on as we uh, do trades and free agents because I, I hope to make this a regular thing. Definitely for sure. I'm going to stop the share. 
Okay, wow. Uh, the light has completely gone during the process of that draft. I had lots of fun. Thank you to everyone for joining. Um, like I said, I'm going to keep you guys updated. It's You guys are my assistant GMs beyond the draft too. I will let you guys know. I will make polls and baseball life, uh, update you guys on our rankings, our stats, where we're struggling, where we're doing great, or when a other team sends us a trade offer. Um, I'll definitely put that up to a vote, see what you guys think. Um, Thank you so much. It was definitely lots of fun. And uh, till next week or till next time, peace out. Everyone have a good one. And remember, hit all those bases.